Magnificent Marvin. Hey, hey, hey. Hello, everyone. So listen, welcome to Making Love Better. Making it better. And as we move into 2024, uh, it's probably around about January the 8th. But guess what? 8 is new beginning. So you still can tag on. Yes, listen, the train has not left the station fully yet as we have just stepped over into 2024 and we are bringing you all of the New Year greetings that you may have missed by way of us and other platforms. That That is so true. You know what? I'm going to eat more salads. I'm going <laughs> to uh, exercise every day. I'm going to uh, read the Bible more. Uh, I'm going to read 30 books this year. And what else? I'm going to stack up all that stuff. Oh, my goodness. New Year's resolution. Well, New listen, Year's resolutions. I'm not going to come to the space with any New Year's resolution. My only commitment is, is to be better than I was last year, to continue to increase and advance and grow in the things of God and grow in other spheres of my life. That's my only commitment. And then everything else will uh, come after it, right? Everything else will just fall. Seek ye first the kingdom of God, right? Yes, yes, yes. So listen, that, ironically, that's what we're going to be, you know, sharing briefly with you on today, giving you words of encouragement on prioritizing God's presence in your marriage as you have, again, just freshly stepped into 2024. Yeah, I mean, you know what? I said all the whole list of things, but it all comes down to prioritizing. What is most important in your life? What is numero uno in your life? Yes. And, you know, I, I, I want to eat more salads. I want to work out. But <laughs> my main priority in life is to be in the presence of God. So listen, hold tight because we're going to come back shortly to share with you and to really urge you and to admonish you, to provoke you to do just that. Prioritize the presence of God and um, you will hear more about it. Just hold tight. Come right back. Hey guys, we are back. And as we come back into the space, we wanted to continue our conversation about challenging you as you are, uh, as you have just freshly stepped into 2024 with establishing in your heart and mind, first thing first. First thing first. And that is numero uno, God. Right. If you're a believer and you're listening to us, um, it goes without saying that our first priority is indeed our relationship with God. But we do understand that in the midst of having so many things going on in life, um, that oftentimes we are challenged with keeping God new more as my husband would say. Yeah, because believe it or not, uh, we've been married going on 35, 35 years. 
And we've tried it both ways. We tried to do it our way. <laughs> yes. And the wheel fell off. And when we start doing it God's way, that's when we start getting some direction and clarity. Yes, listen, and also not getting uh, as many wounds, I should say. So we have the scars of the times that, to show you of the times that we've really tried to do things our own and how we at times came into a new year, but we didn't have a new mindset. We yet still were operating on our way versus God's way. And although God was, you know, knocking at our heart, he was sounding the alarms. We still failed to be intentional about prioritizing his presence in our lives. That is so true. I mean, even here in 2024, we still have to polish up our efforts that we put toward making God number one. And it's so important, you know, this is something that's not optional, not optional in the sense of legalism, I should say, but the more that we are aware of the truth that God is ever present in our lives, we can pull down these notions that we have to be in a certain position. We have to be at a certain location. We have to be in a certain arena in order to become more aware of his presence. But if we take on the mindset of practicing his presence, meaning that we are constantly, consistently acknowledging him, it becomes a part of who we are. Case in point, we can look at it in, you know, along the lines of in your marriage, when your spouse is, you know, near you or when they're coming back in from home, from coming back in from work, or if they're leaving one room to the another, to the next room as they're moving about, in most cases, you're looking up. You just don't take their presence for granted. You're actually acknowledging their presence. That is so true. That is so, so true. So likewise, in our relationship with God, we are to acknowledge his presence. We are to acknowledge his presence, not just at the top of the day, not just at the end of the day, not just when we're sitting down and we're eating lunch or dinner, but we're to have an ongoing exchange with him, being mindful that he is with us. And the more that we are mindful of his presence, it certainly benefits the marriage overall. Now, when you, let, let me remind you that when you make God number one, there's going to be some things that's going to fall off. You might feel like you all alone. You may need to get up from a negotiating table. There's some doors that you're going to have to close. There's some new doors that you're going to have to open. And you have to follow his lead. It's just like with dancing. You have to follow that, that lead person's step. And the thing that's so beautiful, I won't say it's, it's easy, but once we get in step with God, I'm going to zoom in on this of how this would impact our marriage, honey. Once we get in step with God, we get in a rhythm with God, we begin to see things so much different. We begin to see things so much more clearer. We begin to see ourselves differently. You begin to see your spouse differently. You begin to have a broader perspective about your union in a way that may have escaped you in the past. Because when we rely on our own understanding, our own viewpoint, our own perspective, 
the way that we're looking at situations can be so skewed. And may I also say that once you get start getting closer to God, your gratitude is going to increase and you're going to really see his presence. You're really going to see the price that he paid for us. And not only the price that he paid for us, but even in the little small things that we that we would take for granted. Yeah. And the price he's paid for your your spouse. It is interesting that our gratitude does increase when, you know, the eyes of our understanding comes open, even to the point, too, there's usually more grace in the relationship, Mm -hmm. grace that you extend to one another, because now you understand a lot more, maybe not to the fullness thereof, but you do understand a lot more that your husband or your wife just like you have been impacted by the fall of man and when we understand that we all need christ that there will never be anyone who's ever been born who will not need redemption it does open up our hearts much more to where there's gratitude and grace and may i tell you that the one-on-one time with god is awesome it is delightful it is tasteful but also you and your spouse going and getting in the presence of god together is just so awesome as well and that's interesting because sometimes what we understand to be a challenge for some individuals is the fact that not all couples feel comfortable praying together Sometimes there is a hesitation to open up their hearts and to, and to be vulnerable in the presence of God together. So we want to encourage you a couple of things you can do to um, begin to take baby steps um, towards praying together, take baby steps towards reading the Bible together, take baby steps towards worshiping together. Um, I don't know about you guys, but I love, you know, being in worship with my husband together. I love when we're able to pray together, but I will say this is not something that, you know, has um, come easy in a sense. I mean, we used to have dates going mm-hmm. to church together, yeah. but yet too, the more we grew, we were able to open up our hearts and our minds more to being in the presence of God together because it is a sacred place. Mm-hmm. It does require vulnerability. It does require being in a place with an all-knowing God being naked and under shame. Yeah, because even uh, in in the Word of God, disciples went to Jesus. And Jesus teach us, teach us how to pray like you pray it. How John them pray. Jesus said, use this model prayer. If you go to the Lord's prayer, which is the model prayer, and if you all were just to recite that together, uh, that will that will broaden and that will extend your prayer life where you can start adding on to that. Yeah. So here are a couple of things that you can consider doing in order to um, increase your awareness of God being with you. Certainly you want to, you know, maybe establish a specific time where you are um, reaching out to God on a daily basis, but don't stop there. Maybe set a reminder to yourself an hourly reminder to look up or to acknowledge the fact that God, you are with me, right? 
and as you are being alarmed or alert on a daily, I'm sorry, on an hourly basis, what's going to happen is it will begin to increase your awareness. You will get in the practice, in the habit of recognizing his presence, not just during your time of devotional, not just during your time of prayer or meal, that along the way, as you're walking and moving, what Moses spoke to the children in Deuteronomy will become your reality, that you will be mindful of God as you walk along the way, as you're sitting, as you're lying down, and as you're getting up. And the first two words in the model prayer is our Father. Make it personal. Develop a relationship, an intimate relationship with God, and call him your Father. And he will step in and he will increase in your life, both financially, spiritually, emotionally, uh, even sexually, even intimately, but uh, invite him in, allow him to come in into those deep, dark crevices, those cracks and all those small places, and let him come in and feel that place with his presence. Yeah, so that's as a result of having an increased desire for him. When you're able to allow him into all of these different zones, it is, again, a result of you having an increased appetite for him. So the other thing we are encouraging you to do is ask the Holy Spirit mm -hmm. to give you an increased desire for his presence. It's not something that you have to depend on um, generating yourself. No, no, no. He will give you a desire for him. Isn't that beautiful? That is so You know, when you think about marriage again, uh, we uh, find it to be that people are disheartened when their spouse no longer have a desire for them. Mm. And we get it because that is a part of marriage it's, that it's, you it's want to sustain is this, this longing for one another. So, but God, you know, he's so gracious towards us. He knows our hearts. He knows what we are up against. That if you go to him and say, Father, give me a desire for you, mm. he would honor that. And, uh, you know, this topic is so beautiful. I'm about to say, The presence oh. is heaven to me. Mm. I have to get in the right key. Your presence is heaven to, to me. me thank you all so much for tuning yeah. into our podcast yeah so get listen, in his presence get in his presence and stay there and we look to see you all the next time but we're going to say a quick prayer and we look to see you all the next time and i'm gonna be in the next key i'm gonna be in the right key next time Amen. so father god we thank you god we thank you for your presence god we thank you, God, for manifesting yourself mighty in our lives, God. Father God, we pray for your covering, God, over husbands, over wives, over families, God. In the name of Jesus, that you will increase our appetite, that you will increase our hunger, that you will increase our thirst, that you will increase our desire to be in your presence. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. See you the next time. Next time. So until next time, make love better. If this podcast has been a blessing,
listening to you, go ahead, subscribe, rate, and review. And join forces with us to preserve marriages by sharing this podcast with family and friends. And remember to visit us on our website at makeabettermarriage.com.